Hello. Hello, world. Hello, it's me. That's me. I don't have a Hellman sound effect, but I'm Jeff from 97.1 The Freak. I have to say that now. I don't have to, but I want to because I want you guys to listen to the radio from 7 to 11 a.m. on 97.1 The Freak in DFW. Um, which way? That way. That's Dave Hellman from Fox Sports. He's hey, man. T- he's on TV. Hi, Dave. Yeah. Hi. Hi. It's so good to see you. We wound up on just completely different schedules. Like I do late afternoon TV on the West coast and you do early morning radio in central time. Yeah, man. And so I just haven't really had the chance to work with you as much as I would prefer, but it's, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. I love you and I miss you. No, hold on for like 30 seconds. Hey, this is brought to you by my friends at bet online. You can't bet on the Cowboys because they're done playing football them and everybody else. The good news is other sports exist. Bet online, your continued source for all sports wagering information. We got live betting, free contests, giveaways all season long, fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Go to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code B L E A V. Believe B L E A V and get your rewards as bet online where the game starts now. Hi, Dave. Hi, Jeff. Do you know what I'm doing with my draft stuff? Uh, no, we really this you would this conversation is the first time I've really talked to you about the draft this year. So I started watching and I just started watching one position and wide receiver, I assume. Uh huh. Actually, you know what? Wait, okay. Do you have anything else to add to that? Nope. <laughs> so I shit you not. I, I laughed to myself. So like I, I fired up the tape database and I started watching guys like a week ago. I'm moving very, very slowly. But um, I was like trying to figure out who I wanted to watch. And I laughed because I was thinking about you. I was like, I'm just going Kavanaugh. Like, fuck it. I just want to watch receivers. And so the only... I've done I did one cornerback. I did Joey Porter Jr. Um and then I did the one rest- cornerback. Who? Ringo, the Georgia kid. Oh yeah. I also like I'm not gonna Me. mess with I'm not gonna mess with Georgia or Alabama for a minute because like I I feel like I know those teams better than most just because of how much they've been on TV. But yeah, I did Joey Porter Jr. And then the only other thing I've done is watch receivers because I'm just like, screw, screw it. That's, I don't feel like looking at anything else right now. So yeah, I'm with you. Hi everyone. Hi, Megan Murray who called us nerds via Facebook. That's messed up. Why do I get Jeff's live alerts late? I don't know. Do better, man. Oh, super chat draft is important. All, but most important is what were your thoughts on the rings of power overall? We never did. We didn't finish we didn't finish um, Tolkien Cowboys because you. It got exciting doing... and we got busy at the same time. I, I loved say, it. Jeff started morning radio right, right around the time it wrapped up. No, I I really liked it too. Um, you know, you can quibble about the books and all that dumb stuff if you want to. I thought it was entertaining. I liked it better than House of the Dragon, and I liked yes, them both. So, I agree with that. Especially like the reveal at the end of the season, I thought was fun. 
Uh, I forgot. It's been too long, but uh, <laughs> I remember that it got really fun. Uh, yeah. So so far, I have watched one, two, three, four, five, six. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 20 human beings for draft purposes. You've watched 20? Yeah. Yeah, I've watched I've watched like six. Well, so before the receivers, I did Jalen Carter and Will Anderson and okay. uh, Tyree Wilson and Miles Murphy and the Clemson Breezy kid and Ringo. And then I watched 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 receivers. If you... If you let me count guys that I've just seen a lot of, like Jalen Carter, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, um, you know, anybody on LSU's team, obviously. If you're comfortable putting them on a board, Dave, I'll yeah. count it. Okay, I could, pro- I could speak confidently about probably 20 guys, but I've only watched like, yeah, I've only watched like six or seven. Also, you don't, you don't have access to cut-ups, do you? No, it's such See, an ass whip. Dude, I mean, it used to be so easy to watch a guy in 30 minutes, and now that's what I'm saying. Game like, by game, and the tape, and there's it got to all 22, which is great, but the cut ups were every ball to him, every ball at him. Like it was just bang, bang, bang. And now you have to watch the whole game, and you're like, ugh. That's it takes 50 minutes to watch one game of one player. Like it is such a beating compared to, yeah, let's just. Take y'all behind the curtain if you um, if you've never heard us talk about it. Like back in the day, we just used to go to the Cowboys facility and we had access to like the good shit, like to their tape. Yeah, we had the access. They studied players, all the good plays, all the bad plays, all the plays where they didn't do anything. Every play against Alabama, every play against yada yada yada, and now you just got to sit down and watch an entire. 50 minute tape for one game and it's just not as much fun well it probably takes 10 to 15 minutes to watch that 50 minutes because you do get to do some skipping well probably 20 minutes to watch the 50 because i've gotten pretty good at being able to when a play ends from the wide angle to guess where it'll start again from the wide angle let's see i'm like i'm too lazy to mess around with the skip bar i basically just watch the game and then like once sick once I feel like if once I feel like I've got a feel for the guy, I might skip to another game though. Like I'll watch I'll watch half of the Ohio State game and then jump to the Michigan State game or whatever. Anyway. I just assume I got a handle on guys quicker now. Like I'm not watching more than two games of a guy. Like after that, like I got you. I know what you do. I know who you are. Golden boy cards in the super chat for Dave. Do you know how weird it is that you are publicly on the TV at the gym rather than in my earbud privately like the last eight years doing a tremendous job? Don't become skip. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate the kind words. You know, what's funny is um, like I get so much feedback from people that are like, like they send me a photo from either the gym or the bar. Like those are the two places where people will be like, oh, my God, you're on TV, and they're always in a gym or a bar. So that sounds about right. I appreciate it. Formulas in the Super Chat, the solo uh, supporter of the channel. Well, Vance is a strong contributor as well. Yay, TJ is back. Give half to Dave, please, Jeff. What's up with Tolkien Cowboys? We just we ran out of time. I Life? ran out of time. Dave actually did hit me up a couple times and was like, hey, ass. I, I did. Like, I texted Jeff a couple of times and I was like, these are the times I'm free and I'll do it with you if you're free. But that's, it's not his fault though. He was like, um, I do morning radio now, which means I'm on the air at 5am your time, which means I'm waking up at like 3am your time. 
and he also goes to bed at like 9 p.m. my time. So we'll we'll figure it out when uh, when season two comes out. We'll we'll coordinate a, a way to, to do that. Last night I got to sleep at 745 and it was real weird because I woke up at 230 and I didn't know what to do with life. So I just laid there to see if I could get back to sleep. But I can't breathe through my nose when I wake up in the middle of the night. So that's annoying. So I got up and I did some sprays and stuff. And I was like, that sucks. That's not going to be good. For Whatever. Um, Memphis Mike in New Mexico. Give me a receiver, Jeff. Hi, Dave. Brandon, we missed the mock drafts from you, Jeff. They'll be there. I just got to see enough players. And then you'll get way more than you want. Just a dude. Bijan. Um. Dave, would you be okay if I used the first three picks on two receivers and a running back? Um, okay. Maybe I could do a receiver and a running back and then another receiver and another running back later. Can we – okay, let's get, let's get the elephant in the room out of the way. I would, I, would love, I, would, I would love to have a rational conversation about this. Bijan? Bijan. And here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at. I understand everything that you're going to tell me about positional value. I get it. But if you're telling me that I'm picking 26th overall in some world where he's there, where I really don't think that he will be anyway, he's too good of a player. And the NFL loves running backs even now too much. But like, if you told me, I'd, I'd be down to do it is what I'm saying as long as Zeke and Pollard aren't on the team or if Zeke is on the team, he's making like $800,000. So I'm supposed to represent the I hate running backs contingent here and I can't avoid this uh, man hawk $100 super chat. Uh, where Ooh. do you have Michael Wilson wide receiver out of Stanford at? I think is he he's at the senior bowl, I think. So I've watched 12 receivers. I haven't watched him yet. His girlfriend, Sophia Smith, is about to blow things up at the World Cup, so I'm wondering how high he goes. I don't know yet, but I promise you that just moved Michael Wilson to the top of the line, and I love you, and I appreciate you being he, here. And Michael he is. Wilson, I mean, yeah, I feel bad that somebody would give us $100, and I, I don't know. I haven't watched <laughs> Michael Wilson. He is he is at the Senior Bowl, which also – so There's two dude, Stanford receivers at the Senior Bowl. It's so funny. Again, like I don't have any problem taking people behind the scenes. Um you know, I don't, I don't do a podcast. I don't do a draft podcast with Dane Brugler anymore. Dane, for my money, always has been the best resource of draft knowledge working today. So he, he doesn't does, have him in his top fifteen wide receivers. Dane's done his top fifteen, and Michael Wilson is not in the top fifteen. But there's also a lot of good receivers. I know because I'm twelve in, and I pretty much like them all. The uh, the athletic. Dane does a podcast for the athletic these days. And like, I will straight up, I don't have a problem admitting this. Like I put their show on in the car today. And I would just, I have a list of players that Dane has mentioned. And I'm like, okay, these are like the 10 senior bowl guys that I need to watch because Dane's talking about them. So I'll add Michael Wilson to that list. I watched a guy today because of senior bowl. I was watching the senior bowl coverage and there's a Michigan state wide receiver there that they talked about. And I watched him and I was like, Oh, I actually yeah. like him better than I like a lot is of the it, guys uh, that people are talking about. Is it Jaden Reed? Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. him. He's he's first on my list because Dane Dane had so much nice stuff to say about oh. him. He's he's very good. Brandon, Dave, y'all have the best show on Fox Sports One. So take that. Thank you. Formula, my pet cat is Jalen Hyatt right now, Tennessee wide receiver, and Joey Porter Jr., Penn State corner. Dave, you living out in Cali now. Yeah. Well, live is a relative term. I'm, I hope he gets fired soon. Well. We'll see. 
But I hope he gets fired soon, but then they bring him back for next football season. But that for the not football season, they send him home and they're like, we don't need you until football season again. But I only hope that selfishly their show would be worse, but Dave would be back. And then tonight, because at 730, the Mavericks are going to play. I could be like, hey, Dave, I'll see you at stands and we could go watch sports and drink beer. And we can't do that anymore because my friend is gone. Wow. I mean, damn, man. Uh, Yeah, I like a lot of stuff about. I like almost everything about living in Cali, but I do miss being able to go get a beer with my friends at the drop of a hat. I have a lot of FOMO about that. Wait, uh, okay, don't don't get distracted. Yeah, Bijan. Okay, I am proud to be the running back hater. I think second contracts for running backs suck. I think picking a running back in the top five is stupid. Lots, all that stuff, right? I also think when you're picking twenty sixth, that it's mm-hmm. a whole different conversation. Uh-huh. depending on how good the player is, because at 26, you're probably talking about a pass rusher who maybe as a rookie is a designated pass rusher that you're hoping can turn into something really good, blah, 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 right? And at 26, if you're picking a premium position, your bust percentage is going up because if they were near a sure thing, they would have already gone. And I think Bijan Robinson is the best running back prospect I've ever watched. Uh, like I would take his tape over Gurley's. I would take it over Zeke's. I would take it over Saquon's. I think he's perfect. (laughs) I I think he's perfect. Uh, If the Cowboys took B. John Robinson at 26, and if he made it to 26, running back hater Jeff would be just fine with it. But, okay, I agree with everything you just said, but, like, I mean, you you can't tag Pollard and draft Bijan. No, right? I would let, if I did that, I would let both go. I yeah, would view that as the, the reason I could do it is I cleared 10 million bucks with Zeke by cutting him, and I did not spend $10 million franchise tagging Pollard, and it's going to be Bijan, and maybe I'll pick a guy later in the draft, or maybe it's Malik Davis, whatever, but it's going to be 80% Bijan, and then the other 20% random guy that makes no money. And I would okay. do it. Now let me ask you this: I everything you said about Bijan's great. I don't disagree with any of it. I, I'm actually I'm pleasantly surprised that we're sort of aligned because I thought I thought a lot of the like younger, more analytical minded people would disagree with me that at 26 it's decent. Not it's not decent value. It's good value. He's that but, good, man. But okay, now let's just I'll just throw these two names out there because they're big enough players that we know them and we've seen them. If you were sitting there and the choice was between Bijan or Jackson Smith and Jigba or um, Jordan Addison, what are you doing there? Because I do, I hear what you're saying that the value goes down, but like time and time again, we see that these badass receivers are available in the 20s and 30s and 40s. It happens all the time. And now I'm going to be cheating on building a draft board because if I tell you where I put those guys, like I put Bijan as a first round guy, I didn't put a single wide receiver as a first round guy. You don't have a first round grade on a receiver. Damn. Okay. Uh, And I like a ton of them. I did the cheater grades. So the way that I'm separating them is like, there's some one twos and then there's some twos and then there's some two threes. And so I had, uh, I have ways to separate my groups of them, but I like, because if I have a first-round grade on a receiver, then if I was at 11 and I was on the clock, I'd pick one of them, right? Yeah. There's none of them that I feel that way about. There's a bunch of them that at 26, I'd be like, oh, maybe. Uh, but I think I would 
That's crazy talk. You can't take Bijan over every wide receiver. That's what I'm, I mean, and also, you know, keep in mind our favorite thing to say, which is that pick 26 isn't, you're not drafting a first round grade there anyway, unless yeah. somehow Bijan were to fall, which again. You're going to make me reevaluate everything about building a board now because like my number one receiver is Addison, but I'm not steadfast in my belief of my order at this point. I have watched him, and I liked him a lot, for the record. It's Addison, then Smith and Jigba, then Quentin Johnston, then Zay Flowers is my top four wide receivers. Um, and I'd be okay with any of those four or Bijan at 26. Am I lying to myself about grading? Should I just say there's no such thing as a first-round graded running back and move Robinson down? No, because that's how good he is. But then again, if I have a first-round grade, that means I would be comfortable taking him in at 10 or 12, and I don't know if I would. So maybe I am lying to myself. This is live coverage of me working through my feelings. Uh, I'll figure it out later. Don't worry about it. I mean, I I think it's I think it's fascinating because again, I mean the range we're talking about. You can teams have found the likes of Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, George Pickens. Like you can find some really great receivers, but I I mean. But I can I also know. find the other, the, the other, the flip side of it is I can find a capable running back in the third round. Of course, and you I can. don't know that I can find a capable. I want you to step in and be wide receiver two in the third round. I'm pretty confident I can't. Yeah. Uh, well, that, somebody, some fair. team will if you get it right. But it'll be way easier to find a starting running back than a starting receiver in the fourth round. And also, but I do think Bijan's that good. I want to be very clear here. He's the best running back I've ever studied. He's a freaking monster. So the he world, really we, me and the rest of the world can devalue running back as much as we want. Bijan Robinson's going to be a monster. I, I would be surprised if he's not awesome as long as he goes to a team that has some semblance of talent around him. Yeah, which, if you can't block, you're dead in the water. That's the thing about running back. Yeah. <laughs> but he is um, a monster. Just a dude said Zeke coming out was elite. Bijan is generational. Uh, sports and gospel is in the super chat. Thank you. Samuel uh, tag Pollard and take Bijan because Dak can't get it done. We'll just skip over the second part of that and say, uh, no, I don't want to pay $10 million and use a first-round pick for a running back. I would just go Bijan all that by would, himself. That would make me upset. That's too much money to spend on that position. Nick said, when are we scouting kickers? JJ said, we're starting over. They'll scout kickers. I will not. Ever. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm try- I mean – I'm not deep enough into it, but I can't even tell you like what, like last year we all knew from the jump that Cade York was going to get drafted. I couldn't tell you if there's a kicker in, on that level this year, but they're just kickers, man. I mean, I know I trust me. I know how the season ended, but Brett Maher's success for most of the season just made me, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Just try a new guy. Who cares? You'll be able to find a guy that can hit 85% somewhere. I mean, I'd be fine with bringing Maher back if you're being honest. Like he Oof. kicked really well. He went I don't on a know, weird, man. He had a weird squirt at the end. He but was a really good kicker all year. It's such a mental position, though. Like you miss five extra points in two games. Like how? Mm, I was weird. Be, I would be nervous about that. You should just not do it again. Um, <laughs> are you okay with picking two running backs? Because or picking two? Well, yeah, crap that too. But two wide receivers because. I just want to throw, like, I want to have four or five guys that are legitimate competitors for your three starting spots as opposed to, like, 
who's it going to be between Dennis Houston and Simi Fihoko and Jalen Tolbert? Like, I want dudes out there so that I have too many. The not enough way of doing wide receiver sucked. Like, I want one That's in the true. first two rounds, and then I want one in the third, fourth, or fifth. I want more than one. Yeah, as long as one of them is a um... – as long as one of them is like a day three guy, I think that's fine. How many picks do the Cowboys have this year? Like they're going to get like two or three comp picks. Yeah, I think they have six of their initial seven, and then I think they're going to have like two fives and a six, something so like, like that. They'll like have nine. nine. They'll have nine or ten picks. Yeah, I mean, a, a day three receiver can be a special teams guy. Um, I don't think you you're not going to double up on day day one and two like I, I can't imagine them doing like a first and a third or a second and a third or something just because you can't part ways with Gallup in the immediate future and you also you don't want to completely give up on Tolbert even though he was disappointing so would you not I would give up on Tolbert in terms of team building like I wouldn't give up and think that he's like I'm not cutting him but I'm not going into camp thinking that he's going to start for me. I'm going, no, no, definitely not start, but again, but like, okay. I mean, we can, we're, we're cool with the idea that Gallup will either be the two or the three, right. Depending on what they do in the draft. Yeah. But I want like the, the, to me, the Gallup thing is a challenge too, because I don't want to build my team as if he's my number two. I want to hope that two years after ACL, you can get back to yeah. being better than what you were last year. And then if you're my second best wide receiver, that's great. But I would spend the off season assuming I only have one capable wide receiver. And I think, I think that's the right way to look at it for sure. But so we'll find a guy even, even I'm just saying like, okay, drafting one guy that's capable of being a day one starter for sure. I think that's what they should do. Uh, but doing two of those guys, now you're assuring that somebody that you spent a good amount of resources on doesn't have a path to regular playing time. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I mean, I agree with you. Like you can't just, you can't assume that either Gallup or Tolbert is going to have a better year because hope is not a strategy, but I do. I also think you need to give them opportunity to get better though. Like you can't, I mean, if they're not getting snaps, they're not getting better. Yeah, you can beat out my second round pick in camp. You're welcome then, to it. Then you've got a second, then you've got a top 60 pick not playing, and that's not good either. I, if you told me I had to just give up a top 60 pick and he was going to be my fourth wide receiver because Michael Gallup was back in form and Jalen Tolbert a, was a capable that's a good starter, problem to have. Yeah, that's I'd say I'll take that. Okay. I hear you. Uh, super chat from Alec. He said, Dave, keep fighting the good fight over there at Fox sports one. What are the odds? They trade their first for a receiver because it's late. And the ones we have suck outside of CD. Um, what, what receiver oh, could you conceivably, I don't know. Or would the bucks be willing to get rid of people or the bucks? Who would you give up a one for from Tampa? Nobody, but you could trade like, for Godwin or Mike Evans. Maybe a they're two both- or three. Evans is definitely like, I mean, I love, I think the world of him. He's an amazing receiver, uh, but he's too old for me to give up a one for him. And Godwin's dealt with too many injuries. Well, you Don't trade for Amari me. Cooper from the Browns. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they could get him for a fifth. That would be awesome. No, you'd probably have to give up more than that. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's probably <laughs> fair to give up a three. God, <laughs> That would be so amazing. That would be my favorite sports move of all time. I would they traded away a guy and then traded for him back and gave up more. 
I might retire. Nick, Dave, is Shady as obnoxious in person as he comes off on TV? No, Shady's freaking awesome. I love working with Shady. I nobody I know like I'm shattering the illusion of TV, but like I mean, you know, Shady's the leading rusher in Eagles history, so he feels some he type of way. Cowboy. Yeah, he feels some type of way about the Cowboys, but he's he's an awesome teammate. Like I like nobody ever believes me, but Shady's Shady's been really cool to me and he's a hell of a lot of fun to work with. But, you know, when the Cowboys are the topic of conversation, we kind of get after a little bit. But no, Shady's Shady's great. Hi, Botch. Botch is in the chat. He says, I'm friends with these guys. <laughs> and Botch somebody thinks... said, Wait, what? Somebody said pics or it didn't happen. Botch definitely has pictures of us all together. Yeah, we got beers like last last spring. Botch Botch thinks I live on a yacht, though, which is not true. He doesn't live on a yacht. He frequently visits a yacht. Mm. Ken Art, they brought Gallup back too soon. Priorities running back and wide receivers. We need balance. Do not overpay anyone. Agreed. What, you gotta, what you gotta would restructure you... some people? You got to cut Zeke. If you pick up a running back in the first two rounds, you're not going to tag Pollard. And we've got some money to kick around. Once you restructure some people, I got forty million to play with. I what would you give for... up for? Uh, what would you give up for DeAndre Hopkins? Um, a two, but I'd try to do like a three and a five or a six. <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, I still think the world of him. He definitely made some great plays this year. He is. He'll be 31 when the season starts. I mean, I'm. I saw somebody mention that in the chat. I feel a a one is still. A one would still be rich for me there, even though he is awesome. Uh, you guys should follow the Eagles model. Well, yeah, that would be trading for DeAndre Hopkins. Or I guess more accurately, you'd have to find a guy who's a great wide receiver at the end of a rookie deal that somebody doesn't want to pay and that you're willing to pay. Vance, I know it's early, oh, like but any players? with Amari Cooper? Cool. Oh, yeah. Any uh, any players you'd be willing to trade up for? Uh, I mean, Jalen Carter. <laughs> I was actually talking about this. My brother. Trading my up for brother... D-tackle is really weird, but Jalen Carter. My brother's a diehard Saints fan, and we were talking about them trading up for Olave the other day. I just – They love unless, trading up. I, they do. They've done it, like, twice in the last four years. They did it with Marcus Davenport. But, like, why, unless it's for a quarterback? Like, is the return on – like, Chris Olave is an amazing receiver, but what will he have done for the Saints by the time his rookie deal is up, if I had to guess? I don't think the answer's good. I mean, if he's I, a wide receiver one, that's – I think that's worth – well, what did they have to do to go up? Did they give up another one? Chris Olave is the reason why the Eagles are picking in the top ten this year. Okay, so they traded their first and – The Saints The first. Saints did a two-for-one. Like, they traded a future one so that they could have Chris Olave and Trevor Pinning in the same draft. Okay. So, yeah, they'll do that. I, but is it worth it? I think the answer is no. Like – I, I don't think it makes a ton of sense to do a first-round trade-up unless you're going for a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I, a lot of times trading up in the first round is just being too cocky about your evaluations. Right, exactly. I've talked, about, I've talked about this before. There's been really good studies done. Like, you can just take the consensus amongst people who do this and know what they're talking about, and if they have guys that play the same position that are slotted anywhere near the same area, the odds of which one is better is usually flip a coin. Uh and like we can get it in tiers and get it mostly right, but inside of a group of guys, 
flip, 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 but we all just think that my second best receiver is way better than my third best receiver, and you just don't need to think that because it's not true. That's more history tells me that it's that's just not the case more often than it is. Yeah. Um, if Bijan's there at 23, do you trade up for him? I will never in my life trade up for a running back. That crosses a line. I will take Bijan. I will not trade up for a running back. I'll go. I, I don't I don't think trading up is worth it for anybody that doesn't play quarterback. I'm sure you could think of an example where it would be worth it, but it better be a minor trade. Yeah, I mean, there's been wide receivers that is probably worth it. I'd have to go back and see what they could have had, but like I just think of Julio immediately. Atlanta gave up a lot to go get a receiver, and it turned out that well, but if they didn't go up, they probably could have just sat and picked A.J. Green, and that would have been okay, too. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't be mad getting more lineman help, to be honest, from Clay. What do you believe is more of a possibility? The Cowboys cutting Zeke or Zeke taking a pay cut by 80% from Larry? Keep up the good work by Kiwi. Thank you. And Marcus, damn, I'm late. Didn't know you were live, but I feel like 26 is going to be an offensive lineman. Just an early gut feeling. Sip, Dave. Uh, I could see offensive linemen. They could use a guy that plays on the left side of the offensive line because the wild card here is Tyron. When it, the guy who's hurt, like, is he really going to, if he's healthy, be the left tackle and they're going to keep Tyler Smith somewhere that he's not going to be long-term in year two because that's their best line? Or is that going to be his left tackle job and Tyron's going to play right tackle until Steele's back and then be a swing t- Like, I don't know what you're doing with Tyron because I can't imagine a, you're playing him at guard. That's a really good point. I think, I don't remember who had the report, but I read a report that Tyron and Jason Peters both want to play in 2023. Okay. I mean, I love the idea for the depth of it all, but yeah, like, are you, are you I giving mean, it would work for me? Cause if the Cowboys let me tell them what to do, I would say, that's fine. Tyron's my left tackle. Jason Peters is his backup and Tyler Smith's a guard. But the only reason I'm doing this is cause I'm okay with Tyler Smith being a guard for the next 10 years. If he's your yeah, left, but- tackle, he's going to play left tackle. You're cool. I mean, Tyler Tyler really like answered the bell like a beast this year though. Like you want to just kick him back inside after getting an inkling that he might be a pretty good left tackle? Yeah, cuz I think he could be a pretty good left tackle and I think he could be a, a dominant Martin's, guard. Yeah, Zach Martin's too much, but yeah, I think he could a be dominant one of the guard in the league. I think I mean, badass. I don't hate that idea for no other reason than that it keeps you from having to spend a big pick on a guard in the draft, which Obviously, with McGovern coming up, that's something you have to worry about. You guys are relying on Peters. No one here is relying on Jason Peters. But if he um, wants to play more football, I'm open to him playing more football. Jason Peters in this scenario would be like your fourth tackle because I'm – I mean, Terrence Steele's restricted, so he's on the team as long as the Cowboys want him, which why wouldn't they? So Terrence Steele's your starter. And Peters makes a ton of sense because Peters can hang out until Steele's ready. Stealing will be ready to start the season. Yeah, that's another – yeah, Steele might be a pup guy. I mean, Terrence Steele could very much be in a Michael Gallup situation this year. So, yeah, Jason Peters can hang out and be my insurance against that. I got no problem with that. Oh, here's Formula going after your other coworker. More importantly, is Manny a huge jerk like he seems? No. <laughs> every, honestly, every – I mean, I've known I've known Acho since 2016. I mean, he did shows at the Cowboys with me. I've known him forever. Um, Dave, is Joy a jerk? No, I, I wish I had juicy stuff to say, but I love everybody on the show. I mean, I joy, joy. Yeah. Joy's joy's fantastic. No, it's the, and like, look, I've, I've done plenty of, I've done podcasts and shows where the people didn't always get along, but like we get along great. 
I, I really enjoy working with all those guys. Dirk in the super chat steel isn't going to be ready for week one. Is he going to need Tyron at right tackle question mark? Yeah, I could totally see that. I just, it's just weird. Cause Tyron's going to be a $17 million player. Is he going to be my right tackle stopgap until Terrence steals back and then be a swing tackle? Is he going to get traded or cut this off season? Might he retire? Like, I don't know. He's 17. That is such a big cap hit. Well, because remember he signed for like no, 10 years at yeah. 12 a year and they've moved it a couple oh, of times. And so right. it's up no, to 17. You're, you're 100% right. It's actually 17-6. That's just – that's such a big number for a guy that hasn't been healthy since the Obama administration. Yeah, so maybe you trade him. Maybe – I don't know what you'd get for him, probably a mid-round pick. Maybe. I don't think you'd, I don't think you'd get enough to make it worth the, worth the move. I'd rather have Tyron than the fourth-round pick you could get for him. Well, it's just, I wonder if you would rather have the, I'd have to look at what you would save. Would you rather have Tyron's money than Tyron? And Maybe. what you could do uh, with it? Probably not. Cause when he's healthy, he's still a very good offensive lineman, but uh, I mean, what if, uh, see, like you don't even save that. I mean, I get, if you, if you do it, if you June one him, if you make him a June one cut, you get a decent amount of money. I don't know if you told me, if you told me the money you got from Tyron could go toward like a contract for steel and a guard, a starting caliber guard, I mean, they probably need to sign either lamb or digs this off season. I bet one of them gets done. I, yeah, that makes me nervous. Lamb's going to get his deal. I bet. And digs, they'll wait and see what happens. But one of those two is going to get signed this off season. I don't want to speculate. I don't know anything like this. Isn't one of those situations where I'm like throwing chum in the water, but like Diggs has so vastly outperformed his draft slot and doesn't have the fifth year option that guarantees him a payday. If you pay somebody, if you pay somebody else before him and then ask him to play the final year of his deal for pennies, that might, that might not be good. <laughs> well, I'll just tell him CD's better. Um, okay. So, and then you might uh, not have a CB1 <laughs> for opening day. That's fine. Gimli, Dewan Jones at 26. Dude's a behemoth. I've seen his name in the chat multiple times, and I don't know who he is yet. So he's, you're going to make an, he's an Ohio State. He's an Ohio State offensive tackle. And what I heard is he showed up in Mobile, kicked a lot of ass, and then peaced out. He was just like, you know what? I'm good. Y'all know what I can do. I'll see you in Indy, basically, which like maybe that rubs some front offices the wrong way, but I love it. I think it's hilarious. Like Zay yeah, Flowers man. did it at the Shrine game. Zay Flowers was at the Shrine game and apparently did the first practice, destroyed everyone, and was like, I'll see y'all later and went home. <laughs> I think they're I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know enough to like I can't tell you how good the offensive tackle situation is for the whole draft class, but I've heard enough intriguing names at offensive tackle that um, – or, oh, and somebody just mentioned Osiris Torrance, the guard out of Florida too. I mean, that yeah, like I think – Take him like at 26 and then Tyler's a tackle and Osiris is a guard and move on. I feel like day. there's there's some intriguing offensive line options that you could work with in the first round, especially the back end of the first round where you're not – yeah, I mean, a guard at 26, sign me the hell up. That's awesome. Yep. All right, Dave, I'm done. I'm going to go watch the Mavericks. Um, thanks Sweet. for hanging out. I'm going to send, Mavs. You, I'm send uh, you money and stuff. Go Jeff. Go uh, go Cowboys draft. Go everybody that stopped by. I love you. Go stuff. This was fun, man. I'm, 
I'm yeah, I'm I'm sort of like I'm on my own trying to navigate the draft world right now. Like this is my first year without the draft show podcast in ten years. So uh you know, let's keep watching players and I'll hop on and chat whenever you want. Oh, Dirk, my buddy from Houston, texts me about Tank Dell every day, so I'm looking forward to your breakdown of him. He looks fun. He is fun. I already watched Tank Dell. He's, he's a Houston receiver. Fun. He's small. He's light, but he's also fast and quick and separates, and he's really fun. I bet he's a second or third round pick, and he's fun. He runs fast and does it quickly. Uh, okay. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. Be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye. <laughs>